Wedgwood Christian Services is a place where hope and healing meet. As you navigate life's challenges, know that you are not alone. Hi, I'm Hillary Kirkendall, Marketing and Communications Coordinator for Wedgwood Christian Services. And these are the stories of real people who work at, learn from, and grow through the nationally accredited faith-based nonprofit. These are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations. One of my favorite things about Wedgwood is the number of staff who view their work within the organization as more than just a job, but rather as a calling. Manny Ortiz, one of our residential home supervisors, is one of those people. In this week's Wedgwood Coffee Break conversation, Manny and I talk about his passion for serving others and the impact investing in kids has on their future. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for this Wedgwood Coffee Break conversation. Can you introduce yourself and explain a little about what you do here at Wedgwood? Sure. Uh, So my name is Manuel Ortiz. Uh, I've been here at Wedgwood, I think, almost three years. It feels like it's been only like a few months, but... (laughs) Uh, almost three years, so it's been it's been great. Um, I guess maybe just a little bit of background uh, on myself. Uh, I've been doing residential work for about six years, so like I mentioned, three years here at Wedgwood, and then three years at a different agency. And a little bit about what I do here, I supervise one of our um, programs here. Mm-hmm. So some of my role includes um, obviously uh, working with employees, hiring, training, uh, but I also spend a lot of time in my specific unit. Uh, so I spend time a lot with the kids that we serve you know, which is probably one of the best parts of my job, if I could say that. Mm-hmm. And then the other big thing, too, is I help out in the agency as well with, like, uh, trainings and all that as well. So I did, I, did, I did quite a bit. Okay, great, great. So um, how did you get your start in this field, and then what brought you to Wedgwood? Sure. I guess maybe for this question, I should probably start, uh, you know, probably a little bit of my childhood. Mm-hmm. So for me, serving has always kind of been a thing in my life. Um, you know, ever since uh, I was very young, uh, my mom specifically taught my brother and I how to serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were we were born in Salvador and lived there for uh, about nine years. Mm-hmm. So we used to go to this big mega church, and we used to uh, serve during Sunday school. So my mom served in in the orphanage that we had. Uh, she specifically served with kids who had like special needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and me and my brother served in classrooms with kids who were younger than us. So ever since that moment. Um, Basically, my um, my passion just for helping people out, you know, no matter what capacity, I kind of just grew from there. Um, and eventually, um, you know, after after college for a little bit, I ended up landing my first residential job. And at first, I didn't necessarily know what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of saw like, hey, you know, this is a very good opportunity to make a positive impact. Mm-hmm. But looking back, you know, at that time, uh, you know, I guess I never quite expected it to kind of turn into... Uh, I don't even want. I don't even want to call it a career, you know, because I don't really view my job here as a career. I kind of just view it more as a passion, mm-hmm. you know. So that's kind of what uh, what I'm here to do. Um, you know, I think the uh, the shorter answer, I guess, when people ask me this question is, you know, uh, why am I here? Um, you know, usually uh, my answer would be, you know, I just, you know, in, in my lifetime, I want to make a difference. I want to leave a legacy, you know, for like my family, for my kids, you know, of like servitude, you mm-hmm. know, serving people, serving those who. Uh, really. So that's why I'm here. Beautiful. Well, we're glad you're here. So this can be really tough work working in residential. And what keeps you motivated and passionate about the work that you do? Yeah, it's hard to definitely stay motivated. Um, You know, we see uh, probably more struggles than, you know, anyone else would definitely see. But the main thing, I think, is just remembering, like, why you're here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always tell my employees when they first start, I want you guys to focus on the kids that we're serving 
Now, I don't want you. Guys, I don't want you guys to focus on just the results, you know, because oftentimes uh, we may not even necessarily see like the full results here. We get mm-hmm. kids at a different stages, you know, of their um, progress, you know. So sometimes we'll get a kid uh, here who this is their last stop before you know either going back home or going into like a new forever home. Other times we get kids here who this is kind of their first step in their journey, um, you know, and improving in whatever they need to improve, you know. So. In those circumstances, you know, we'll definitely do a lot of, like, the seed planting, but we, we sometimes don't even see, like, the fruit. Mm-hmm. And that could be very challenging just because yeah. we do want to stay motivated. But just remembering that we're just, like, one small part of their journey uh, and just, you know, knowing that that is a very important step, whether it's, like, the first step, big step, little step, the last step, um, just reminding ourselves why we're here. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best way to definitely stay motivated. And I would probably say the second thing, too, would be uh, – you know, if we want to stay motivated, we also got to motivate each other, you mm-hmm. know, so I, I think uh, that's one of the things I appreciate here at Wedgwood, you know, and definitely in my team, uh, you know, we encourage each other, you know, we have good days, uh, we have bad days, but no matter what, we definitely go through those mm-hmm. uh, together, and it's been seen, it, it's it's been fun seeing us grow, you know, um, in these last three years that at least that I've been here. Mm-hmm. You mentioned this a little bit, that the kids in our residential program kind of have had some tough backgrounds, and on average, they're here for 407 days. So what sort of environment do you and your team hope to create for the kids while they are here? Yeah, I think uh, the first thing is uh, my team wants to kind of eliminate the stigma that there is uh, for residential care. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes when people hear residential care, people think uh, automatically like detention or Something along those lines, mm-hmm. you know, so something that we really like to focus is just creating a very homey type of atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, and that involves a few things, you know, so that I, when I say homey, it doesn't necessarily mean like just sit on the couch, you know, or watch TV, but then also how we interact with the kids and how mm-hmm. we get them to interact with each other, you know. So for me, uh, I have two daughters and the way I treat my the kids here are in ways is very similar to how I treat my daughters. You know, I treat them with respect. I push them hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it is my job to push them hard. I want them to get the experience of having uh, a figure who maybe they look up to. Uh, and I always tell the kids this, you know, the way you guys treat, you know, male staff here, is gonna, it's going to be the way you treat your, your dad, you know, your brother, someone else. Same thing with, like, uh, female staff, you know, mm-hmm. your mother, your sister, things like that. We, we do that, again, just by having, you know, some fun with them, but at the same time um, pushing them. The kids know, you know, and the kids always tell me, you know, especially, like, before they leave, it's like, you know, Mr. Manny, like, hey, thank you just for pushing me really hard, mm-hmm. you know, because I always tell the kids, you know, like, uh, those people who really care about you the most are the ones that are going to push you, mm-hmm. you know, the hardest. Other than that, I think just uh, normalizing things, you know. So uh, at the end of the day, we serve kids, we serve teenagers, so we want to make things as normal as possible for them, you know. So that could include, um, you know, playing games outside, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for some of the kids, it might be uh, playing some sort of, like, uh, complex board game, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe movies or video games, you know. So just trying to normalize uh, their stay here is just, you know, something mm-hmm. very important. Mm-hmm. I love that you kind of set high expectations for them because that's, I mean, you wouldn't set an expectation that you wouldn't think that they could achieve so you know challenging them mm-hmm. and pushing them showing them that you believe that they can do it which is such an important thing for a kid especially here you know who's gone through so much to have someone who believes that they can do it yeah it's so important I mean on the podcast you can't really see it but we're in the coffee house which is like a fun spot for a kid to hang out not at all like a detention you know something a total normal teenager would do hang out at a coffee shop with their friends and get to be a kid which yeah. is great that you and your team make sure that that is an option for them. Yeah. 
how has working at Wedgwood impacted your faith? Clearly, I'm in seminary, and one of the things that um, they remind us is, you know, we're all called to serve. We're all serving whatever calling, you know, we are called to be, you know. And in this case, for me, my my calling is helping those who are in need, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just knowing that is just really growing my faith out. I think the other big thing, too, is... Um, uh, not only do I get to help the kids, but I also get to uh, help my staff, you know, grow as well. I, I push them. I, you know, I, I value them. Uh, I challenge them, you know. So that's kind of the other big thing, too. But, yeah, as far as, like, uh, you know, how, how it's growing my faith as well. Um, you know, obviously, we've talked a little bit about how we handle a lot of, like, difficult situations here. A lot of our kids have, uh, you know, difficult circumstances of, you know, why they're here and all that. And really, you know, we get to show, you know, the love that Jesus Jesus gives everyone, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of our kids, you know, when, when they're interacting with me, they'll tell me, like, Mr. Manny, like, hey, why are you, like, so nice to us, you know? Why are you taking the time, you know, to do this, this, and that, you know, like, for me? Mm-hmm. I, I simply, a lot of times I tell them, like, that's just my faith, you know, like, playing out, you know. God has been very good to me, you know, throughout my lifetime. He's provided very great people, you know, in my life, and I... Now I want to do the same, you know, like for you guys, you know, so whether I have you guys here for a few months, whether I have you guys here, you know, maybe a year, two years, you know, I just, I just want to be a good person, you know, I, you know, be a blessing to you guys as well. Mm-hmm. Is there a kid's story in particular that has stuck with you? There's a few. We got, we had a client here not too long ago, a very difficult situation. It wasn't necessarily their first residential place, but no one could really figure this client out. There were a lot of barriers with this client, some of them including not necessarily having a native language, for example. You know, there were definitely some cognitive delays, you know, with this client as well. So it was just really hard to communicate with this client. Mm-hmm. You know, in reality, like, if we saw, like, all of his, like, steps before, like, coming, like, here, um, a, lot, a lot of the things he did were based out of frustration, not being able to communicate. And this is one of the examples where, I mentioned earlier, we plant the seeds, but we may never, you know, necessarily mm-hmm. see the fruits like here. You know, so we worked through, you know, we worked through things with this client and it, it was very hard. You know, it's probably one of the most difficult cases that uh, I've had to work with, you know, in, in my career. Not myself, but also just my team. We were able to build the relationship with this client. And yeah, sometimes it was very challenging. It mm-hmm. was very rocky. But, you know, I pushed my staff to try to understand him. I try to understand where, you know, he was coming from and give him a little bit of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, eventually he ended up going to another place. Um, but I still get like emails on calls, you know, just saying like, hey, you know, thank you for the work that you guys did, you know, like for him, you know, even though he's no longer here with us. He's always talking about Wedgwood. You know, he's always talking about, you know, all the staff, Mr. Manny and just saying like they treated me, you know, like very well, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I, I think that's just one story that really stands out to me just because we were able to do something that other, perhaps other placements, you know, or other people weren't able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you took the time to figure out how to hear him. Yep. Oh, that's beautiful. So these kids have really tough, really heartbreaking stories. And what gives you hope that they can experience healing and success in their futures? I think that, um, you know, these kids have a lot of control over their futures. You know, a lot of times these kids are just lacking self-esteem, mm-hmm. you know, and motivation uh, and simply hope, you know, um, so... Oftentimes, I would say that that's the number one thing that we do here, you know, just getting them to believe in themselves. You know, so we have we have different residential programs to cover like different like areas. But the one common thing is we want the kids to believe in themselves, because if they, if they have no belief, like 
they're not really going to improve, you know, in whatever they need, mm-hmm. you know, like to improve, you know. And oftentimes, um, you know, we do have staff who have gone through similar things as well, who can be an example to, you know, the kids here. And they can be like, hey, this this staff, this adult that I really look up to went through the same things as I did. And here they are as a living example of that they can move forward, you know, and they can have, you know, a very, you know, great life, you know, and then are able to give back to, you know, other people who mm-hmm. perhaps might be struggling, you know, with mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah. Well, and then that's when you're challenging them to try new things and do better comes into play. Yeah. And you push them to believe, oh, that's so wonderful. What is one thing about residential care that you think would surprise people? I think there's two uh, trains of thoughts that people get confused with residential. We already spoke a little bit about some of the stigma of like, um, you know, for example, people just thinking it's like this very like harsh environment. Uh, it's, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um you know, yes, we definitely have our tough moments here, but it's it's fun just getting to come in, you know, hang out with the kids, you know, just push them to try their best. You know, so it's it's just a very good environment like to work in, and then you you do end up getting close to the kids. You know, you mentioned that you know the average stay of a client here, a kid here is over four hundred days. You know, so you really get a decent amount of time to actually build a really strong connection and relationship. You know, mm-hmm. with the client, which I think is very you know, unique. You know, I worked in other uh, programs before, not here at Wedgwood, where uh, it was definitely more like fast-paced, uh, you know, where we may have kids, you know, maybe four weeks, five, six weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed here. You know, we definitely get enough time to definitely make a change, you know, mm-hmm. just because I, I think if we were to have a client, let's say for like two weeks, it's it's really hard to make an impact, you know, in that time. So even though, yeah, you know, we don't want the kids to be here, you know, that long, you know, we do try to take advantage, you know, of that time, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it's just like really fun as well. You know, but I do think that there is another end of the spectrum, which this is hard. You know, some people do come in and think that this job, you know, it's just, you know, all fun and games. But, you know, you will face a lot of like difficult situations. You know, mm-hmm. you will be like tested. You know, sometimes the stories that you hear from some of my clients, you know, my, you know, wreck your heart, you know. So how do you respond to that? How, how, how are you going to be there for the client without losing, you know, your composure? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, th- I think those are just some of the things that will surprise people. But I would definitely say for, for the most part, it's, it's a very uh, enjoyable um, work. And I think, I think Wedgwood does a really good job here. Um, you know, I, I know that my team, you know, really appreciates, you know, and, and loves, you know, working here. We actually have a very, very strong community. So a lot of my staff, you know, you know, are even like uh, hanging out outside of work, you know, mm-hmm. and that just shows, you know, the strong work culture mm-hmm. uh, that we do have here. Yeah. Do you think the faith element that everyone's kind of all working for the same cause and same mission plays into that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it does, you know, just because, you know, any any person of faith, you know, definitely wants to do action. You know, we, we can't just have faith and then just sit back and do nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that need help, you know, whether it's, like, residential care or whether it's something, like, outside of, like, residential, you know. All of us, like I mentioned before, have a sense of calling, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of, you know, putting it into practice, just getting out there and share, you know, all the blessings that each of us, you know, have, have gotten. So, mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story. We are so Blessed to have you on our team and advocating for the kids in our care. So thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Manny is an incredible example of what it means to put your faith into action. 
His commitment to serving and supporting others embodies Wedgwood's mission to extend God's love to children, teens, families, and adults. If you'd like to be a part of transforming lives here at Wedgwood, check out our website for employment, volunteer, and giving opportunities. Curious about our services? Visit us at wedgwood.org, W-E-D-G-W-O-O-D, and find us on our social media at WedgwoodCS. Or shoot us an email at hello at wedgwood.org. We would love to be a part of your story. Until next time, these are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations.